This is Hulk Gordon. Pass the potatoes. A warning. This podcast contains adult language. Problems, okay. Metaphoric situations. Failed suicide attempts. Human sacrifices. Magical weight loss pills. <laughs> Karaoke. Overweight girls. Girly men dressed in black. And chubby chasers. <clears throat> Pass the french fries and the mayonnaise. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Can they make you lose weight, or do they cause reincarnation? Let's, let's find out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. This is your host, Zahn. This is Timbo. Hey, guys. We're back again for another fun-filled and wondrous episode. And this episode is actually going to be pretty short because in news there is nothing. Nada. And yes, I know. Some of you are like, wait. But this is the month of dope. Wrong podcast. For those who don't know, Spyrokin Silent Pride's information reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Now we have two podcasts, the Spyrokin Manga Review, which you're listening to right now. And the Spyrokin Movie Review. Which we release every other podcast. And that's coming out soon, and that's going to be an interesting one, because we are in the month of dope. And we had some really good episodes so far, including Up in Smoke. (laughs) Very nice. Very cool, very fun episode. And you can check us out at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us at spyrokin at gmail.com. And Timbo at spyrokin.com. Zan at spyrokin.com. And you can call us at 206-350-8462. And we're technically being hosted right now on fightbait.com also. If you want to check out some of our episodes. Thank you, John Paul. And yes. <laughs> can we get some Hugbees in there? <laughs> Hugbees! <laughs> Yeah, I actually, before we get anything, I was watching some Freakazoid. I just just was looking online, I said, you know what, I want to look up Jocko. I looked up, I looked up Jocko, laughed with me, I came up with something else, so I said, fine, fuck it. Freakazoid, Return of Gutierrez. <laughs> just had to watch 
this is a really good sandwich. Not the sandwich! <laughs> the Freaka clone! You think- I am not the weenie! You are the weenie! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and Good times. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's another show which we should definitely do a drinking game about, which we've done before. Yeah. And if you hear some giggling in the background, yes, back again is... Belchin! Yes, she is being voyeuristic because she didn't read her Kingdom Hearts yet. She has it. She has the first two volumes and with news of a certain company potentially going away for all eternity, well, you know, it's kind of hard to find the last volume. Especially ah. with Borders also being kind of... Yeah. There's a lot of things going out of business lately. As, oh. as long as BNN does not go under, I will be happy. And I don't think they will for a while, not going to Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think they have the, the... The nook. Yeah. They have the nook. That, that helps them. And also tiramisu, which a lot of people buy. They go there and they mm. say, I want the tiramisu. It's like, you want one of these moldy sandwiches? Yeah. No, we <laughs> want the tiramisu, the <laughs> cupcake, or we want the Rice Krispie Treat. Their cafes are pretty pretty mm. awesome, actually. Their coffee lacks, though. I will admit this. Eh, I, I usually get the strawberry frappe, so that's usually that's pretty good. That's one thing Borders does have, because the Seattle's Best does that. I like that they have the mm. different the four different types of coffee levels. I like that mm. a little better than... The cafe's better than it is. It's it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. A little more fun. And also, they got mm-hmm. some good, nice little... They have better... Well, no. It's 50-50, because yeah. some of the stuff at Seattle's Best is nicer. Mm. You know, because the, they have better cakes, they have better things. Yeah. But the tiramisu is not bad. And also, the... Well, actually, no. <laughs> now rice, I have to go to Seattle for it, so... Yeah, the Rice Krispie <laughs> Treats, well, they are subpar anywhere except the... Unless you make it yourself, or if you buy the directly... The, True. The ones that are in the blue bag, yeah. but still, the ones that you make are always better for some reason. Because mm. that consistency, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. So, if anybody's wondering, I I, I kind of forced this episode to. It's kind of an impromptu episode because I had to get this review out of the way. I mean, we had so to, I could move on with my life. Well, we had to do this episode anyway, but we would have <laughs> we would have recorded later on. But you know, just things happened. People came, beings from the sky came and said, but either way. Um, so you're probably wondering, why are we talking about food and other things? Well, because of the mangas which we reviewed. And then we have some pretty good ones, some pretty bad ones, some pretty horrible ones. And for those who don't know, we review mangas in this show. As you probably didn't guess from the first five minutes when we said that. Yes. We talk about them, we tell you how the art is, how the story is, how the characters are, how the plot is, how it is in the anime interpretation, if we want to. We rarely do that. Mm. But we sometimes will crib from that, like in the Yu Yu Show episode, we said, look, here's where it diverged. Yeah. Or in the last episode where we talked about the fact that in Saber Marionette, Jada X, it has a really shitty ending, but the series itself is really good. Mm. You know, or we talk about things like Kazo Koike and his obsession with raping people. All right. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's actually going to be in our panel for Anime Next, <laughs> if it's approved, which I really doubt. It's like, it's like another Kazuo Koike panel, huh? <laughs> no. I mean, John Paul got got his away. He's like, uh, what is it? It's um, Kazuo Koike. If there's a hole, you have to fill it. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Because it's Kazuo Koike, the creator of Crying Freeman and... And other... Lone Wolf and Cub and yeah, Lady Snowblood. Yeah, that feature... Rape. Rape, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> it's horrible like that. But let's get on with it. Let's hurry this up. Let's get it more... Special. More anything. So... You looked at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just hope I'm not offending you. Because it's, 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 it's Kazuo Koike. What can you say about Kazuo Koike? He's Kazuo Koike. I mean... 
people are still wondering, what about episode 30, the missing episode, which I finally released, if you could find it. <laughs> it's like, yes, we reviewed a sword where there was rape within the first 20 minutes. It was, well, it was rape. I'm not going to lie. It was rape. But it's not that bad of a story. And it's drawn very well. He, cause, but that's also because of Kozeki Kojima. Ah. But still. Very, very nice. You know, we reviewed that. The one comment we kept saying is, why did they have that hairstyle? Why? It's like, okay, when you're a kid, you have your hair up to your forehead. Now, it's like, once you turn... To an adult, you become like jubs, and they just go. Yeah. Have your Everyone has to be bald, except the sideburns. Yeah, everyone's got to have the horseshoe hair. Yes, Woo. but either way, so let's <laughs> you, are, you are you are definitely on the tangents today. Oh yes, Woo. we have to get on the tangents today as well. It's tangent day because we're trying to avoid the topic at hand. <laughs> I mean, we should be like abandoned, just kind of pull it off. But yeah, so we'll get yours out of the way pretty quick. All right. So, I had to review Saris Celestial Legend. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's written by Yu Watase. Who did some other stuff, including, if I remember correctly, I think he did the horrible and terrible... Yes, he did Fushigi Yugi. Or she did Fushigi Yugi. Yes, she... She, d- he, whatever. She is a bit... Ba- and she did also... Alice 19 and Imadoko. So she is a blight upon this world if you do not like Fushigi Yugi. If you do like Fushigi Yugi, you will love her. Oh, okay. It's published by Shoga Kuken and in England, English publisher is Viz Media and it's Shoujo. Yes. Okay. So we start out with the characters. We have Aya Mikage. She's the basically the, the main character. She is a high school girl who apparently loves karaoke, which is the start of the thing, but... And she's kind of annoying. But is she like the good character? Like the William Hung, dance with me, um, she, tell she, me your she name. She calls her, have, gives herself some weird name. Like, she announces herself to, like, all the karaoke people. Like, she's all important as a karaoke person. She's very uh, so like into her uh, karaoke abilities, apparently. So like most people, like the hammer, the guy <laughs> we saw online, we were watching, we were just like... Oh, rebel in green <laughs> And then we have Ceres, a celestial maiden, uh, or Tenio, that's one of the, the words they use in this. And that's a person that's a uh, ancestor of Aya. Mm-hmm. And then we have Toya, who is a mysterious young man who has absolutely no memory of his pad, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we, we have a bunch of cliched things. I, th- I believe he's the, the guy that's in the in the the black and he's kind of like a girly guy. He's got the the, the, the hair and the, he wears sunglasses and he's ooh, he's all mysterious. So, so the, and the rest of the characters are generic characters? Yeah. So Aya has a brother. Aki, yeah. Alright, so they're, they're twins. They're, they are about to turn 16 and the story starts out, she goes to a a fortune teller just on like a just they were on their way to karaoke. She goes to a fortune teller. A fortune teller tells her that some nonsense is going to happen, and there's going to be a savior that comes to save her, and blah blah blah, and so on and so forth. So typical cryptic. You yeah. Know, the future will happen. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Of course, all this cryptic nonsense like gets flushed out in in like a couple pages later. So there's not a really big mystery. So they're they're at karaoke. Blah blah blah. Something happens after karaoke where she kind of falls off a ledge or something like that, and she kind of floats. Uh-huh. So she has some mystical powers, or they're hinting that she has mystical powers, but she doesn't really know what they are yet. 
And so they're going to go to karaoke again for on their birthday with their friends. They go with their friends to karaoke all the time, apparently. But on the day of their birthday, they get told by their parents that they have to go to their grandpa's house. They have to cancel all their plans and go to their grandpa's house. Most people would be like, screw that, out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So so after school, they go to the grandpa's house on their birthday and come to find out that the entire clan of people are there. Not just the grandpa or the parents, but like their entire family. Like whoever is alive in their family is there. And they find out some weird thing happens where grandfather basically explains that Aya is like this cursed person and she will bring such and such evil upon the family and they must kill her. And her brother is like the the golden child and he's like the good and he'll bring peace and, and lovely and happiness to their family. Great. Yeah, so yay. So they're about to kill her and then some her powers manifest again. And she injures her brother, and she goes to help him, and then, like, the grandpa tells her to get away from him, because she's a curse, and she has to get out. So so then the, the mysterious dude kind of helps her out and saves her, and then some other family of people find her and kind of help her out, and blah, blah, blah. And that's about as far as I got. The premise itself is interesting. It seemed like a good, good idea. Mm-hmm. It kind of has a cool plot in that respect but the dialogue is grown worthy it is hard to stomach you find grown worthy um, it's just i don't know they're trying to be really really funny but they're just not in some you mean places. like pun funny or like yeah it's like it's like stupid puns like i don't know it's just there's a, there's a one there's one line where like after after this whole big thing with like finding out that her you know she's a curse on her family She's like fawning over the the mysterious dude, and she has to, and she said she re, she has to remind herself that she's she can't act like a, a to not act like a, a character from a yaoi manga. So it's typical you Watasi series. Yeah. <laughs> so, Is art good at least? It's all right. It's there's nothing there's nothing exceptional about it. So it's typical shoujo. Yeah, I I would I would basically say like if. If I was a 12-year-old girl, which I'm not, obviously, I'd, I might enjoy it, but as a 28-year-old man, I couldn't stomach it. I, uh. You know, and I, and I kind of, like, knew I wasn't going to be all into it from the start, but I looked at the premise of it, and I read, like, the, you know, the little synopsis, and I, I was like, eh, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a get a try, because I've, I've been pleasantly surprised before, and no, no, just... No, that bad? Yeah. Uh, so out of our five point rating from Take It to Priest Purified and Piss on the Ashes to well, oh, that's gonna get really, really, really fucking cool if you mm-hmm. don't watch tonight, brain freeze your your eyes open your soul before to the great Zoma Star and our other ratings including typical reading material local correction facility and psychiatric institute or gift from crazy aunt Muriel. Okay but forgettable, what would you give? Um. Sarah Celestial Legend <sighs> aka Ayashi no Seris. <laughs> um I can't give it a one because I I can see that it has a it would have an audience. Mm-hmm. There's people who will probably love it and be all into it. So I can't say it's it's completely horrendous. So I'd give it a two. So a typical read material at your local correction facility. Yeah. Or, that's, that's not that's or not. prisoners at the correctional facility. <laughs> well, it's either this or they get to read more of the, the Jim Crow laws. <laughs> 
which I actually started reading going on another <laughs> tangent. And please, tangent number 17. Please tell me if those laws are still in effect in <laughs> states like Iowa and Indiana. Because if I want to ever visit those places, I don't want to be like, yeah, you color boy. You can't date that girl who's not the same race as you. Who knows? Uh, yeah, so I would not recommend it to... I like. I really tried to give it a, a shot, and I was like, and I like, I got to the end of basically, I guess, I guess you could call it issue one, mm-hmm. and like, and I was like, I, I really wanted to force myself to go, but I, I just couldn't. I couldn't read it any longer. Well, that's how I felt about Fujigi Yugi. I couldn't even get past the first part. I was like, oh, it's great, it's wonderful. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is boring, yeah. and I don't like the way it, she writes. Like, I, there's like the only word I can use to describe it is lame. Like, there's just. Like, the jokes, the, the humor in it is just lame, and the characters are lame. It's just lame. Would you want? It, would you read it again if they had a re, re-translation, maybe? I don't know. It, it could have been that the translation was really bad. I don't know. But, uh... But it's old. It's a 1998. Yeah. Uh, so, alright, so how do you feel now that you've got that, that wound, that oh, shard I, taken I, out? I'm so glad, I'm... I'm, I'm I can't wait to spin the, the wheel of manga again so I can start fresh. So, with that in mind, let's get into my interesting manga. So, if you remember from the last episode of this Back to My Review, I spun the wheel of manga. And it dictated time to me that I'd be reviewing, actually, the gag one we put on the list. Which we were <laughs> laughing about. It was very funny. And what is this gag one? Actually, it's not even a manga. It is a manga. Now, some of you wondering, wait. Mangwa, we've heard that before. It's from a different country. Yes, this is made in Korea. And for that reason also, it is left to right. Ah. So it was a little bit easier. At first it's kind of confusing. It's like, wait, I should read this this way. But I'm like, no, it's a mangwa. Read it. Like, typical yeah. English reading. Yeah. It's not backwards. It's forwards. Yes. And this is a shoujo series which came out in 2003. It's still coming out. And it's made by Lee Hee Jong. Which I hope I'm pronouncing that right. If I'm wrong, I apologize. And the original translation of the thing would be fatty that I love, but we'll go with the more palatable translation is my lovable fatty. <laughs> yes. And it is... My big fat fatty wedding? No. Because <laughs> this is a very what the fuck series. And if I, I was like, first I was like, okay, it's ma ma I'll give it a little, you know, I'll palate it a little bit. We'll see what happens with it. It's a little interesting. So, this series is, albeit... <laughs> right Alright, by the way, he, he just brought up, like, page one of it, and, and I'm already <laughs> laughing. Yes. The, the main character is hideous, and because I don't remember and I can't pronounce half of the characters' names, <laughs> I am just going to make up my own names for these characters. So, let's start off with the main character. We're going to call her... Love chunks. All right, and but by the way, the, he just he just went past a page where they showed her in like a bunny suit crawling on the ground, and it was absolutely hilarious. So first off, <laughs> our main character's name is Love Chunks, and she's obviously well, obviously it's not a real name, but that's what we're going to call her. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, we call I think her- I might have to read this one just just for the sheer comedy value. Well, her name is <sighs> Love Chunks, and this opens up where she is in the park, dressed up in track pants and a polo shirt, and she has gone to the park 
to kill herself. It probably wait, she's a fat person. Why does she want to kill herself? And she's going to kill herself by hanging. And the reason why she wants to kill herself is because of the fact, first off, all the girls in her school treat her like garbage. Can I, can I spoil a alert? Can I, can I, can I, can I... Can I guess what happens when she tries to hang herself? Hold on. Oh, oh okay. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, so the girls in the school pick on her at all times. And the guy that she's in love with, who his name is not... We'll call him Pretty Boy. Right? We'll call him Pretty Boy. Yeah. Generic Pretty Boy manga character. And he treats her as like, get away from me, you monster. Yeah. So you can tell she's fat and grotesque and she's short. And the other thing is that unlike the rest of the characters, unlike in Wallflower, where... The, where Sanaka was drawn as a very cute, chibi-ish girl. <coughs> She's drawn like a blob, short, squat, scary person. Yeah. And then there's her best friend, who we are going to call Jerkface. Jerkface. And why we call him Jerkface is because he's like, just live with what you have, and the world will be a better place without you, you, you fat chick. So her only friend is telling her to commit suicide. No, he's just saying, he's just saying <laughs> you should just get over it, get on with it, that's it, and you'll be perfectly fine. And she doesn't like this. I mean, the guy... Jerkface has been her friend since they were little kids, and this is and she left to go to America with her parents mm. for four years, and she came back. That's why she's overweight. No, she, she discovered McDonald's. No, she was overweight originally, <laughs> and you think she'd go to America and kind of change? No, she's exactly the same. And when she um, left, we're the fattest country in the world. Yes, we are. <laughs> but we're the coolest. <laughs> well, actually, if you listen to our Easy Rider episode, there's a lot of shady shit with America. <laughs> but anyway, and when she left as a little girl. Jerkface, she's saying goodbye, goodbye, Jerkface, but not Jerkface, goodbye, whatever his name is. And he was like, Why don't you just stay there, you fat monster? And she got very depressed and sad. And she comes back, and he's the only person who's, who's, you know, very worried about it. So she's decided, I'm going to kill myself because the world, no one cares about me, no one understands me. So she gets on a stepladder, she gets on the noose, she wraps it around her neck, and guess what happens? Snap! (laughs) <laughs> the tree limb Oh no, the, the rope breaks I thought the tree limb was going to come yes, down Yes, she breaks and he, she says <laughs> a great line Looks like even death rejects fatties like me <laughs> But as she fell down Her fall was broken Not by her fat ass It was actually by a box A box of bonbons? No, a box full <laughs> of pills A box full of drugs And on this, oh. on the each of the pills They have weird Symbols on it. The Korean symbols for different words. One of them says boy, one of them says beauty, one of them mm-hmm. says will, one of them says speed. All these other things. And it says, whatever you want to be, work for seven days. Take one pill daily for the effects. And she's like, what, whatever I want to be? And then at the bottom it says, if you take this, there is a potentiality you will die. So she's like, fine, this would be better if it was. this might be poison. Yeah. And it says, first thing is fatty instinct number one. If you don't know what it is, find out by eating it. <laughs> so she eats this pill and she passes out. It's like, is this shit? She passes out, she starts that spasm, and then fatty instinct number two. Never throw away food, even if you're about to die. <laughs> so she thinks she's going to die, she thinks she's going to die, she thinks she's going to die, she's freaking out. Meanwhile, let's go to Jerkface. Jerkface is at home with his mother. His mother is insanely attractive, just like he is. And he's like, it's, it's been four days. And Jerkface is like, I haven't seen love chunks for four days. I don't know where she is. I'm a little concerned now. And his mom's like, I know. Don't worry. My daughter-in-law will be fine. He's like, what the hell are you talking about, your daughter-in-law? He's like, oh, you don't have to worry about son. I understand. I know you have a crush on her. He's like, but what are you talking about? I don't like her. She's fat and hideous ugly. And then you see you're like, you're just like me. Because I was like that with your father. And then you see a picture of his father. His father is I think the word of use is corpulent. 
<laughs> he's fat also and then you see his brothers come in and they start making yeah. fun of him too like you like the fat you like the funny and they are all fat yeah so it's kind of like he's kind of that's the running joke with him throughout the series like no I don't love her I don't care about her he's like I'll find a girl to replace her and he looks and he's with his, his boys and his friends are looking at all these really hot girls yeah. and he's looking at the he's checking out the fat chick and you're like <laughs> like yeah you're like what is wrong with you so either way Love Chunks wakes up <coughs> she's still in the park and she wakes up and an old man's going like hey you alright you alright she's like yeah, I'm fine. I just... I ate something. I kind of passed it. I was like, it's okay. You're a strong boy. And you're like, wait, what? Now, remember earlier, the pill she took had the word boy on it. Mm. You know, what the hell's going on? So she doesn't realize what's going on. She's kind of confused. A little weird. She goes back to her apartment where there's no one there because her parents are still in America. Of mm. course. In, in all anime, manga, and manga, parents <laughs> disappear so mysteriously and you're left alone. We have deadbeat parents all over. <laughs> so she's there and she goes to take a bath because it's been she's been sitting there for like four days, unconscious on the ground. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised some animal didn't try to kill her. <laughs> I guess animals like, that's too fat even for me. So she goes. That's a lot of grizzle. <laughs> she goes to take a shower. She takes off her top. Takes off her pants. And you don't see her. Thank goodness. But you see her upper area. And she looks down. She starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. Guess why? She has a. An appendage. Yes, she has <laughs> lost two appendages, but gained one. The pill made her into a boy. Ah. The pills, and she's looking through this, and each pill has the effects of whatever you take for seven days, give or take, you're going to have that ability. So immediately, what do you think she does when she finds out that this magical pill, these pills, can make you however the pill says you are? She looks for the one that makes her thin. Yes, she looks for the one which has beauty on it. And she immediately goes to take it to look pretty. And... So, Love Chunks, a.k.a. her real name, Dom Sung, comes home mm-hmm. and she gets a phone call. Because she's still debating about it. She found out the pill. She's still waiting for the first pill to wear off. Yeah. And Jerkface answers the phone and calls her saying, Hey, are you okay, Dom Sung? I was worried about you. I was worried about you, Love Chunks. She's like, Really? You were worried about me? Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah, if you had killed yourself, well, it would have been a hazard for them to move your body. <laughs> <laughs> And she's so like, he's I just absolutely rude at all times. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> they're just brothers, his fat, fat brothers. Very, <laughs> told you, his fat, fat. Again, like I said, his uh, mother is very, very thin. So he's a piece of shit. This guy's yeah. a piece of work. And like we said, his he's from the whole chubby chaser scene. <laughs> treated her horrible. Treated her like shit. So she takes this pill, this miraculous miracle pill, which just oh, cut. he just flipped her off. Okay. I don't even know you. They they flip people off in Korea, huh? <laughs> so anyway, the next day she comes to her. They say, "Okay, come to your class." You introduce the next day. He's saying, "Maybe tomorrow I'll go home. I'll apologize to her, make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. She didn't kill herself." And they say, "Attending class, we have a new student. Her name is Sarah. She's tall. She's blonde. She's beautiful. She's thin, and she's wearing a very oversized dress." <laughs> And you're probably wondering, why is she wearing a really oversized dress? <laughs> yes, this is Love Chunks, now known as Sarah. And Sarah My has, lovely lady loves. <laughs> yes, she's gotten thin and beautiful. And immediately, when she goes to school, everyone is treating her wonderful. The girls are picked on her, love her, and they're nice to her. The guy she's in love with, he wants to be with her, because she's the most beautiful girl in school. Yeah. And that is the premise of this entire And, and Jerkface doesn't care, because he's... He likes the fatties. But he starts kind of figuring out, because there are little things like, immediately there's, but of course, <laughs> there is a school festival. 
They have to do that. And she, they say, we'll have you do something. And she says, all right, I'll make some udon. I know how to make that. I'm very good at it. And she makes udon, and she sells it for her class. And Jerkface goes to the udon, because he's depressed, because he's like, I haven't heard from her. I don't know if she's still alive. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the udon, and he sits down, and he starts eating the udon, and he's like, this tastes just like hers. Yeah. So he kind of starts... So he starts figuring it out. He starts piecing it together, but yeah. as he's trying to figure it out, meanwhile, the pretty boy... Generic pretty boy number five <laughs> shows up and he immediately sits there. He woos her and she ends up hooking up with him. And you find out why she liked him because when she was ugly and fat and short, he was nice to her once. But then later on, she got thrown into the dirt by the pretty girls and she went to, to kind of get him to comfort her. And she's like, Get away from me, you monster! <laughs> and she was covered in shit. I mean, yeah. what she going to do? But so she ends up hooking up with the guy things happen the, of course the queen bees they're upset because how dare this new girl hook up with the the pretty boy and mm-hmm. immediately in exchange she says you know what this isn't fair you treat me like garbage and, whatnot. and she has in her bag because in the event that it wears off she takes the pills mm-hmm. she's looking through and she's like what am I going to do because they picked her they pushed her on the ground and she looks at the pills and she sees one which says strength <laughs> so she eats this one Immediately, and she hulks out. No, she looks exactly the same, but she's super strong, and she beats the shit out of them. Like, now you don't pick on love trunks ever again. Well, I said, "Why do you say? How do you know love trunks? It doesn't matter. Just go." And she's like, "Finally, I've defeated my bullies. I am so happy now." And then it goes from there into the fact that Pretty Boy is a model, and he's using her kind of as a girlfriend to girls stay away from him, but he likes her, and she's trying to be there for him. And then, meanwhile, Jerkface is trying to find out what happened to. Love Chunks and he goes to Love Chunks' house and finds Sarah there. He's like, Wait, why are you there? And he's like, Oh, I'm just visiting Love Chunks. And then later on, another time, he goes to school and he actually breaks into the registry and yeah. finds that Sarah's address is Love Chunks' address. He goes there to confront Sarah. And who's there? Well, Love Chunks is there because it wore off. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing really skanky clothes that's way too thin for her. <laughs> and it looks really hideous and horrible. And she yells at him, saying, I don't want to go to school anymore. I don't need to go to school. <laughs> And then later on it gets to the point where the pills wear off in front of Pretty Boy and Pretty Boy ends up taking the beauty pill. So he ends up becoming a voluptuous girl. (laughs) And now he knows about the pills and he's holding this over her head and the deal is that he'll, as long as she is his slave and and he has her her pills. Mm -hmm. So she has to do whatever he says or she doesn't get the pills to look like Sarah and it's a whole mess at that point. Yeah, he's, he's a drug dealer. It's about it's the whole thing is about uh, drugs. It starts off really, really good. Then it gets what drugs are bad, okay? Exactly. It's there are some really funny parts of it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It's a pretty funny thing. But overall, it's literally about let's take people's self-image and throw it out the window instead of it being like yeah. respect yourself, care about yourself. No, it's pills make you happy. <laughs> it's like, I just have a question. Just sure. one question. How is it that her parents don't find out that she's Sarah? Because her parents are in America, they're deadbeats. Oh, yeah. They're in America working, and they just yeah. send her money. Just like that's 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 the that's the overarching theme of, of all manga. Yeah, she is, is that she, all parents are deadbeats. No, it's they either want to murder you, or they they go to another country and leave you alone. No, sometimes <laughs> you have the parent, the one, the single parent, that say that works really hard, that cares about you because yeah. their their other parent has died, or you have the Gendo Satome mm-hmm. who's like, hey. You want to buy my son for her a <laughs> bowl of rice, two pickles, and a fish? <laughs> Going right. Or you have the Gendo Ikaris who are like, I will abandon my son for ten years, and then when I need him, I will call him to sacrifice him. I mean, you have different variations of the parent role. but So you never see the parents are not existent. The series is, for Mangwa, it's better than worst was. It wasn't that bad. 
I have to actually give this a... Uh, I'm bordering, because on one hand, oh. it was not great, but it was better than what I expected. It, it it seemed pretty entertaining, just just from what I saw. The I first part is entertaining, but then it gets kind of drags. So, it's convoluted. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the higher of the two ratings I thought it was. So I'm going to give this a gift for me crazy at Muriel. Okay, yeah. but forgettable. <laughs> you get this along with her old diet pills, which you trade to the guy at your school for the Ritalin, who in turn will tr- you trade it for the other guy who trades it for his Percocet, who in turn you trade it with the other guy who's going to trade you for your... Here, read this. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll get rid of some of that baby fat. <laughs> Just watch Charlie Bartlett. You will see what we mean. <laughs> An excellent movie. I highly recommend it. Yes, especially with a good movie. With Larry. <laughs> hey, where's Larry? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Larry. Such a great guy. Larry? Larry? <laughs> like, Larry, don't hit him. <laughs> you come in here. <laughs> That's the other trick. If you're in a new school, make friends with the big, scary, <laughs> mentally handicapped individual. He'll be your muscle. Deal drugs to the to the bully. <laughs> no. <laughs> Seriously, we don't condone this. We don't mean this. Anyway, no. So no, yes, but really... I'd have to give this, like I said, give from your crazy Aunt Muriel, okay, but forgettable. It wasn't bad, it wasn't great. Some funny scenes, some scenes are very depressing, and I really skipped over some of the more intricate parts, like all the different scenarios, like her meeting the rich girls, the rich girls hanging out with her, and her actually getting friends, but that's just generic. So the plot? <laughs> no, I gave the plot. The plot is she's on drugs to make herself look pretty, but yeah. this is the, the if, if, it's a, if, it's a, if it's a bowl of food... This is the garnish. That's the garnish which you put on top of the, 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 the main protein. The main yeah. protein is the, the pills and the other things. The meat and potatoes. Yes. <laughs> That's the meat and, and the gravy. And the gravy. I like the gravy. Yes. So, <laughs> I guess that's it. Um, well, Mary, you can check us out at com. You can email us at spirekin.gmail.com. You can uh, call us at 206 All these are in our show notes. And, well, hmm. Are we forgetting anything? Uh Yes, I think uh, I know we're forgetting. You're absolutely right. It's that part we've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? It is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the slots, and what we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga one number it lands on. That's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spyrokin manga review and of course Beltane is abstaining because she still has to review Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. which hopefully will not take as long as Mushi it won't she's halfway through and she also played the video game the first video game she got on her, her PS2 mm. so spin the wheel I must cleanse myself upon the wheel of manga <laughs> someone said we should actually build a giant wheel of manga and then attach yeah. jubs to it and spin it around <laughs> I wow wow <laughs> Torture Wheel of Manga! <laughs> if we ever do a hentai episode, the Torture Wheel of Manga. <laughs> We've done a hentai episode, episode 69. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that's true. But that was a very bad episode. There, there were errors, but so spin and we'll see. Alright. Number six, and number six. So you're reviewing. Oh, wait. Gantz. Oh! <laughs> which I kind of was planning on reading in the first place. Yes, so, there are celery-headed aliens in that episode. Yeah, Seriously. yeah. It's pretty good. It's not bad, so let me see what I'm going to be reviewing. It's much better. Oh. Number nine. So I'm reading Sayonara Zaibatsu Sensei. And for those of you who don't know what that series is about, stay tuned until next episode.
<laughs> so with that in mind this is Timbo and this is your host Zan thank you this is a quicker episode we're only doing 30 minutes and we are gone through catch you next time and remember not ever I mean ever not ever drink Gatorade you have a stomach
Yeah. I had a stomach bug. And, and don't put Mentos in soda. I saw someone who drank that. Ah. Uh, I said it was good. It's like an explosion in your... It's like the Pop Rocks myth, but, like, when you actually put a Mentos in a soda, the soda, like, goes kablooey. Like, it, like, explodes out of the bottle. I've seen it. Speaking of which, have you ever tried doing the thing with the uh, birds? If you find a bird like a seagull, and you feed them uh, al- altoids or, uh, what is it called, Alka-Seltz? Give them the pills, they explode. <laughs> oh, There's actually a video on YouTube about it. Oh. Like, hey, look at me. <laughs> and don't do drugs. Of course. And, and uh, what else? Yeah, um, that's it. Yep. Bye. That is all. Now we're, we're in Stinger territory now. We've already stopped. We're uh, in Stinger. This is just a bad one for a couple minutes because this one I'm just waiting because we got like three minutes left. Hobo with a shotgun! Wow, that takes a long time to download. Yeah, it's 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 a it's an hour. Well, you can you can you can start it while it's downloading. Yeah, I, I don't like streaming because streaming it just it gets it, it, it gets sto- it stops every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> so let's see now. What else is there? So they're killing off they're killing off my boy, and I'm very upset about that. But mm-hmm. the new costume looks very cool. It does, but it's it's there. They're re- I don't like I don't like what they're doing. I've given yeah. up I, officially. Once I'm once that story arc is done, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with Ultimate. I'm done with with Marvel completely. We're talking um, about, of course, the death of Ultimate Spider-Man. They're killing him off, and they're going to recreate someone else. Have someone else's Spider-Man. It's going to be just kind of lame. I've, yeah. I've pretty much given up on Ultimate. Uh, the, the, the I guess the the whole premise of Ultimate Comics now it seems that they're like they're like basically killing off everyone that they that you know and creating like new versions of them. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, Ultimate Comics X is all about. It's like, it's like the son of Wolverine, Jean Grey disguised as somebody else, uh, uh... Blob's son. Blob's son and his daughter. Who is, who's Firestar. Uh, yeah. And, and then, uh, apparently Hulk's gonna be in it, or maybe it's Hulk's son, I don't no, know. No, it's the Black Hulk, which yeah. is the original Hulk, which is lame, right. it's like, he's just a... Bl- and then there's, like, a gargoyle dude. I don't know. It, it's like it's interesting. I like it because because uh, of Arthur Adams' artwork, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, so you have that. You have the new Alpha <laughs> Flight, who they just redesigned the characters. Alpha yeah. Flight is War of the Green Lanterns has been good. I like the fact that it's now literally everyone's after Hal, and Hal has all the rings of the missing characters. Mm. Um. Uh. Um. What's good? Uncanny X Force is good. It's it's very interesting. I've been having fun with Spider-Man. I like the new, <clears throat> the new, new costume. The the fr- yeah. the Fantastic Freedom. I want to see that. Spider-Man was kind of a jerk though in uh, in in the last I- issue of Spider-Man. Well, he's like, oh look, it, I got a Fantastic Four costume, and they're like, really, dude, really? That's kind of fucked up. And he's like, he's like, rise of frazzin, and he's like, he's like. Really, Peter Parker, you're that much of a jerk off, like because <laughs> Johnny just died. Yeah, and you're yeah, not... you're that much of a jack nut. I that kind of actually pissed me off that issue, because <laughs> like, because like, FF number one is actually really interesting. Like the like where it's going from there kind of seems pretty interesting. And then like, and you know, and they introduce Spider Man in it. They give him his costume. He doesn't he doesn't gripe about it at all. He get they give him the costume. He wears it. Big deal. And then like, and then like the next issue of Spider-Man is him coming back and, like, getting called for a mission and he comes in in the Fantastic Four outfit acting like an asshole. Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't... I've given... Like I said, I've given up on most Marvel. Marvel's done, I think. I'm done with Marvel. Once Green Lantern's done, I'm just gonna stick with mangas. I really am. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But I will see tomorrow movies like Thor looks amazing. Yeah. But you can talk, you can bring your things. Mm. Like Thor looks really good. I do know. I, I heard rumors that Thor uh, looks good. That I I do want to see if if it's true that that the Mad Titan is going to be in it. Mm. We know his accessory is in the movie. Yeah, that'd be really cool to see Odin like. Ooh, <laughs> look at my look at my special gauntlet with six <laughs> with, with six gems on it. <laughs> Um, and then you see freaking Parker, Parker, whatever the hell his name is, show up. Mine! <laughs> That's uh, the bringing the Infinity Gauntlet. I'm just like, yeah. why are you bringing the Infinity Gauntlet in again? I wonder if Thor's mm-hmm. going to be as good as uh, They're saying it's going to be, it, it was It was okay, it wasn't great. It was like, it, there's parts of it that are really, really good, and then there's parts of it that they just kind of missed the mark on. Like, they just kind of made it feel like... They said it was too fast. Like, yeah. Asgard kind of felt like it didn't, like, really, like, people didn't, they didn't actually, like, live there, it was just kind of like, they had random, like, meetings, and stuff. like, that's all it felt like, they didn't feel like there was, like, a living place, and then, like... They said the whole scene on Earth is just too fast. Yeah. It's, if... They said the destroyer's kind of lame, it's because he's, he, like, goes through, like, you know, like, a cardboard cutout of a city, of a town, like, oh, yes. you know, like, you know, like, I don't know. Well, we'll see. It, 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 yeah, but they could have done the Donald Blake thing, which I would have liked, but they wanted to go more Ultimate style, where it's just Thor, Odin, Son on Earth. And yeah. They could have had him there for years, which would have worked, but mm. they didn't, so... It doesn't matter. It's, it's It looks good. Loki looks good. Thor looks good. It's going to be, I think, it's going to be an alright movie. I think Captain America's going to kick its ass, though. Yeah. Captain Green America's Lantern is badass. looking better and better every time I look at Green it. Lantern's looking really good. I, I, was, I was a little iffy at first, and now I'm like, yes. But I'm a true believer. I've been a true believer <laughs> from the beginning, and uh, and Jeff Johns being there every episode. And speaking of which, Cal's very special episode's coming up in three weeks, of course. We're doing the end of Smallville. And hopefully he will wear the costume. I must wait till... I must watch it when it comes out on DVD. Yes. Green Lantern, I don't know, it looks more interesting to me than Captain America. Hmm. But Captain America is a period thing. piece. Captain America. So oh. I have I, I have I have a I have a discussion topic to bring up. Are we still even going? Is this still yeah recording? yeah we're still going oh, okay. we're still going. <laughs> I know this is like random nonsense, but this is stinger. They, they, if you're listening, you're 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 past the freaking end of the episode. How do you feel about the uh, the bringing back of Steve Rogers as Captain America again? Uh, I called it. Of course, we all called. We, it. we knew it was going to happen because of the whole. Bucky being the Winter Soldier nonsense. I'm that's not that's not my point. My point is is they're I mean they're doing it like right alongside with the movie. With, like with the movie. Just like they made like they started Thor number one right along with the movie. Yeah, no, it's just it's another thing. Remember, I was working at Marvel for a short period of time yeah. when that happened, so as an intern I was just I was I'm I don't want anybody to like get me wrong, like I don't dislike Steve Rogers as Captain America. I actually do really like him as Captain America. But, like, I got used to him being Steve Rogers. Like, well, being him. Think about <laughs> Batman. Batman, same deal. Batman is now Batman, and he's... But... But... They're multiple Dick, Batmans. Dick Grayson's still Batman in, in Batman and Robin. And that's... And I kind of like the way they did that. They said, hey, he's gonna be Bat... He's still gonna be Batman, even though Batman's back. He's still gonna be Batman. There's gonna be other Batman... Well, the other so Batman. So who is the Batman that's in JLA? 
Is it Dick? Or it's Dick, it? yeah. It's not Bruce? Bruce it's is not just Bruce. Not, Bruce is just like, I'm alone now. I'm yeah, just gonna... Bruce is just like, I'm going around hiring people around the world to be Batman. <laughs> like, that's basically what he's doing. Lame. Yeah. Like, uh, Batman the Dark Knight, Dark Knight, like, his solo book is kind of lame. Like, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's just, it's a bad story. It starts out with, like, the Penguin and Killer Croc and, mm-hmm. I don't know, and then there's, like, Edrigan somehow. I don't know, it's, it's stupid. Batman Inc. is okay, but that's like the him like going around like hiring dudes. So he goes to Japan. He hires a, he hires a guy to become Batman in Japan, and he goes to like South America and hires El Gaucho to become who's like ladies man like <laughs> like Zorro or something like that. He's gonna be so he's gonna be Deflator Mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like you know, and then he, then I think the next one he's gonna be like he's gonna like hire some like Native American dude who rides a buffalo. It's like he's gonna be. South Dakota Batman or something. I don't. I don't know. Like so, it, it started out kind of like a cool premise, but then it's like it, now it's like kind of seems idiotic. But like Batman and Robin's still a strong book because Dick Grayson is still Batman with Damien. So like the 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 this you know yeah. the plot that they built up between those two characters like is continuing. So they didn't just throw it out the window. I am liking Red Robin because of the fact that it's now become the fact that. Besides the fact that he is, you know, he's president, mm-hmm. he's pre- Dick Grayson is president of Wayne Enterprises yeah. now. Or co-president of, of Wayne Enterprises, because yeah. real president is uh, not Bruce Wayne. Is it Bruce Wayne is, or is it still... Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Or is it Hush? <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Well, apparently Hush has been, like, pretending to be Batman for... But then that then that whole Hush thing got kind of like... No, he got killed. He, got, he didn't get killed. He's in he's in Arkham now. But he got he got fucked up. Like, his face is all changed. Destroyed and stuff like yeah, that. So he's back to being which destroyed. Which was in which was in Streets of Gotham, but then that that. Ended. But I like the fact that he is being that Tim is now being groomed mm-hmm. for Bruce's place, which right. I thought was brilliant because it's like now, Raz is, is like, yeah, fuck it, you know what? Mm-hmm. I got my heir, and my heir is a piece of shit. We have clones of him, mm-hmm. but I still need someone to lead. And honestly, Damien is a piece of shit. Yeah. He's going to turn on me in a second. And the fact is, I'm more interested in. Mm. The young detective. I like that he's like young detective. Yeah, he's just, it's more because Tim Drake is is probably the one of the better, one of the best detectives out of. He is the, the best. The detective. Robins. They said he was yeah. the best. He was he was the one who would have been the heir if it wasn't for mm. Douchey McDouche. I mean Damien. <laughs> I don't like. He's like yes, I'm Bruce's he son. He is a douchey McDouchey douchebag, but but his like the back and forth between him and and Dick. Like in Batman and Robin is really cool. No, it is. Like cool. they have nice little banter. So like it fills. No, it like fills. But in he's the, the only person he respects. Every other yeah. character, when every other issue he's reading, he was in a Green Lantern comic. You guest starred. Mm-hmm. He was in a Teen Titans. He was in Red Rock. Every other comic you read him, in, he is. You just want to open. If you're right. in an airplane, you want to open up and throw my <laughs> fucking air like that. Fuck you. <laughs> he's not. Uh, Damian Wayne is for those who don't know is the biological son of Talia Al Ghul and and Bruce Wayne. And he's the deposed heir because he told he, his mom to go fuck herself. Yeah, basically, he chose to become be, to stay Robin instead of become becoming hmm. Ray Shal Ghul too or whatever. Whatever. So, <laughs> last things before we get into anything is first off, there's a new movie coming out called The Troll Hunter. Oh, it's about guys who have a camera and they're in Norwegia. And yes, I know Norwegia is not a real country, but they're in Norwegia <laughs> and they're driving around looking for trolls because the government's been hiding them. That's it. Huh. There's a big troll. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. And how the hell do you hide a troll, really? How does the government hide a troll? Like, 
He's not a troll. <laughs> it's a it's a storm. <laughs> Lame. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Dark Tower officially he's signed on as Roland Javier, whatever the hell his Bordine. name. Oh, so they're gonna make a movie of it and a TV show, and it's all being starred by Javier Bourdain. Oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about him as Roland, but it should be good. Uh, the Crow, apparently. Yes, um, with Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that, because it's like, why are you going to remake, I mean, I understand, but the thing was that uh, O'Brien loved it. He loved it. He said, this is how I wanted the film. Uh, Unlike the original where, let's make it Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson's going to sing and dance, make a musical, and it's like, it's not a musical. The whole reason why he did, wrote The Crow was because his girlfriend was killed, and he was really in a bad place. Yeah. It's the ultimate example of art therapy. Yeah. And then they just kept making sequels and sequels and haven't been doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever tried to go back and watch The Crow? I watch it like the every original. year. It's not a bad movie. I, I don't think it aged well. It aged alright. It's kind of... I, I don't know. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't sit through it a second. But also the fact is that Lawrence, one of the actors, was a neighbor of mine. And I'm like, cool, it's Lawrence. Hey. Again, see him get his m- killed and get blown up. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Say that ten times fast. Jesus Christ. I am not watching that movie. No. It's just because it's... I don't want... I, I We know the apes are going to win, so it's, it's a fucking pre-gone conclusion. Yeah. Uh, last, Let's make a movie about something we already know is going to happen. And the last thing we will talk about is the two greatest 80s violent <laughs> movies are being made <laughs> to the Ultimate Comic. Yeah. Terminator and Robocop combined which, together. Which... Which, I, I mean, they've already had Terminator, ver- Robocop versus Terminator before, but apparently now it's Terminator and Robocop team up. So, it's so that's cool. So it's like Alex Murphy wakes up during the hostage yeah. over Skynet, and now he has to prove, is he man or is he machine? And yeah. I think he is... Well, no. He is man. No, the, uh, he is man. He has... He has, he he has, has man, f- but those stupid directives. Well... All, all Skynet has to do is put directive. Yeah. You will follow Skynet's <laughs> orders be like... But he's not linked into Skynet, though. And he, he still has his personality. I don't know. His brain is human. Yeah, but he, he has still programming and stuff. But yeah, because you've never seen all. You only see the bits I've shown you of. But then I mean, but they've already like Marcus Wright was like the same thing. He's like, hey, I'm a dude, but I'm a Terminator. Oh yeah. But I'm a dude. But I'm a Terminator. But I'm a dude. <laughs> but Marcus Wright didn't have. But uh, what is it? Ans- no, predis- no, not predecessor. What's the reverse predecessor? Uh, ancestor? Not Ancestor, the one which is coming afterwards. Oh, 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 uh, uh. Successors? Successor, yeah, there yes. you go. His six, Marcus Wright's successors weren't robots that'd be like, introducing Terminator 2. <laughs> you are under arrest. Kills everyone and then pulls his own brains out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like when Terminator 2 rips off his head <laughs> into the skull. <laughs> what was the third, the third Terminator 2? That was the, the nuke addict, right? Yeah, he was the new guy because that's the whole thing. He's like, "I will arrest you." Ooh, drugs! He's <laughs> like, "You want? Don't kill me! I'll give you the drugs." <laughs> drugs! <laughs> like terminate drugs. Terminate. <laughs> They're like when a fat person to turn your mind. Be like, "I, I will terminate." What I don't understand about the the artwork right there, I have a, I have a, I have an issue. Alright, I have a, well, actually it's a couple issues And it all has to do with the Terminator's teeth Yeah Um, it's Terminator He's made out of metal I know he has teeth and all I know how, I know the Terminators have teeth 
but shouldn't the teeth also be metal? No. And, and why do they have gaps in them? Because this is the special Terminator. This is the one from South Central. That's gold. <laughs> he has gold, gold gappy teeth. What is he? What they they model him after ODB? <laughs> At least he's not those plat those plant teeth. Uh, either way, we're done. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yay. Later, guys. <laughs> Hi.